0: good morning and welcome to the locked on boston bruins podcast for tuesday november 12th 2019 my name is ian mclaren and as always i am your host thank you for joining me today we are part of the locked on podcast network your favorite team every single day please follow the show on twitter at lo underscore boston bruins follow me on twitter at ian c mclaren Again, this is the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, a daily black and gold discussion of all things Spoked B, as well as a look around the NHL. Please subscribe to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, wherever else you listen. And please also rate and review. Uh, That would be very much appreciated and go a long way to building uh, the show on uh, these platforms today we're going to take a quick look at uh, the lineup for Tuesday night's game against the Florida Panthers quite a few uh, lineup changes due to injury we'll get to that in a moment we'll also uh, take a quick look around the NHL Uh, but first I wanted to mention I had said yesterday on the show that I was heading out to see the new Mr. Rogers movie starring Tom Hanks Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Unfortunately, I was not able to make it as there was a significant snowfall up here. And the highway was actually closed to get to uh, Mississauga, which is about 50 kilometers away from from where I am. Uh, My wife and I decided instead to stay local and we went to see Joker. I had not seen it yet. And, uh, you know, I had heard mixed things about it, but I, I quite enjoyed it as far as comic book villain origin stories go. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix was unreal in that role. Uh, You know, it's hard to compare him to Heath Ledger, but I think uh, it stands alone as uh, just a pretty unreal performance. And I will be quite disappointed if um, it does not translate into him playing a villain in an actual Batman movie, especially with the tie-in that was there with the Wayne family. I won't uh, spoil it too much for anybody who hasn't seen it, but... I think uh, that should be in order at some point. But just, just a quick uh, move of review to start. Uh, like I said, let's jump in and talk about the Bruins game coming up tonight against the Florida Panthers. Uh, the biggest news on the injury front is that Tory Krug did not practice on Monday. He's been ruled out of tonight's game against Florida with an upper body injury. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said... We will re-evaluate as the week goes on. We're not taking him out of the equation this weekend. Uh, the Bruins do play Friday night in Toronto and then Saturday at home to the Washington Capitals. So two pretty significant games coming up. Um, Cassidy said he was in the building, but one is unable to practice. Once we get more information, uh, they'll pass it on in his absence. Jerho Vakanainen was recalled from Providence. It's not an emergency recall. It was a straight-up recall. Um, the 20-year-old appeared in two games for the Bruins last season. Uh, has played well in recent weeks after a slow start to uh, his AHL campaign. Uh, Vakanainen said, I've been defending well, skating well, found the flow in my game. It's been a good two, three weeks playing well. I feel good right now. Uh, he does only have two assists in 15 games from Providence, but again, he's been coming on stronger in recent games, uh, both uh, you know in terms of puck possession as well as defensively. He said, "When you get a chance, you're going to take it." I haven't been thinking about it too much. I don't want to stress myself. If someone gets injured or I get called up, I just want to be myself. So hopefully, uh, Vakniniden can step in there and um, you know make it an immediate positive impact, if not, uh, you know, just not make a negative impact. Um, Cassidy did say that it will be either Vakoniton or Steve Kanfer that plays Tuesday night, but it, I would bet that the uh, Vakoniton, who again was picked first in the first round back in 2017, he's done enough to show that he uh, warrants a look uh, in tonight's game. Uh Elsewhere in the lineup, Jake DeBrusque remains out with a lower body injury. Brett Ritchie remains out with an upper body injury. And David Backus is also out with the upper body injury that he suffered uh, on the collision with Scott Sabrin last Saturday. Um, all three of those guys will not practice. Or Sorry, will not, yeah, they did not practice on Monday, will not play Tuesday. On DeBrusque, Cassidy said... Um, It's stretching out a little, so they weren't sure exactly how long he'd be out, but it's turning into uh, more than day-to-day, it looks like. And um, Bacchus, Cassidy said he's feeling better. Until he gets on the ice and gets active, it's hard to speculate on his return. Um, Kevin Miller, on a more positive front, uh, Kevin Miller skated in full contact a year for the first time since last April. Um, he seems like he's still a little bit away from playing, but participating in practice is a big step in his return from knee surgery. Um, Wednesday is a scheduled day off for the Bruins. They're going to practice on Friday, uh, sorry on Thursday, and then Friday or Saturday they play games. Uh, so maybe that very earliest, he'll be back after those two games on the weekend. Um, but it depends on how much practice he can get in there, and um, how quickly he can get up to speed. There's no timetable, uh, but this is a big step up for him, obviously, to get um, ready. The Bruins did have a pretty intense uh, 30-minute practice on Monday. Obviously, they're uh, you know, 0-2-1 in their last three games, having lost to Montreal, Detroit, and Philadelphia. So uh, uh, Cassidy was kind of leaning in a bit, um, a little bored to get going. He said, let's get after it today, get in that mindset that we're going to come out working hard to begin Tuesday's game against uh, Florida. So as uh, the lineup looked in practice, obviously it was Marchand, Bergeron, Pasternak, Heine and Craigie coyle are back together as they were uh, on Sunday's game. Third line looks like, Bjork, Lindholm, Senishin, and then Nordstrom, Corrali, Wagner on the fourth line. Chara and McAvoy were back together, if you'll remember. Uh, McAvoy and Grizzlich skated together on uh, Sunday, but due to the injury to, to uh, Krug, they've been Chara and McAvoy have been reunited. Grizzlich just taking Krug's spot in the second pair with uh, Brandon Carlo and then Vakanainen and. and Clifton skated together on the third pair. Um, So that's kind of how things look ahead of Tuesday night's game against the Panthers. The Panthers, uh, I've mentioned before, they've uh, not, you know, jumped up the NHL standings to date, but they are a team to be reckoned with. In my estimation, Uh, they have really uh, solid offensive players, strong team defense under new head coach, Joel Quinville. And they are also, um, you know, banking on more improved goaltending from Sergei Bobrovsky. They're 8-4-5 through 17 games so far. Uh, They are led in scoring by uh, Jonathan Huberto with nine goals. Alexander Barkov uh, has 22 points to lead the team. And, um, you know, Bobrovsky leads the team with six wins, although he is off to, like I said, uh. A bit of a slow start uh, with only an 8.84 save percentage. So uh, if the Bruins can take advantage of that, uh, they'll be in good position tonight. But if uh, he decides to uh, become the Bobrovsky of old, then you know uh, the Bruins could be in trouble tonight against the Panthers. So we'll see how that plays out. Up next, we'll come uh, back with uh, some news and notes around the NHL. A bit of an extended version of that today. Today I wanted to touch briefly on uh, the Don Cherry situation. As you'll have probably heard, uh, Sportsnet announced Monday that Don Cherry was immediately stepping down from his role on Hockey Night in Canada. This came after Cherry singled out new Canadian immigrants during Saturday's Coach's Corner segment for not wearing poppies to honor veterans and troops uh, leading up to Remembrance Day. Uh, Cherry's comments sparked a lot of uh, backlash not just on Twitter, but also uh, in mainstream media, social media. Uh, it sparked apologies from uh, Ron McLean, Sportsnet itself. Um, but Don Cherry refused to uh, take back his comments. He insisted his remarks weren't racial or bigoted, but we're just trying to call people to respect the troops. He said he felt he was betrayed over the firing, especially the fact that it came on Remembrance Day, and that he didn't want to be turned into a tamed robot to keep his job. Um, So there's a lot going on there. His departure obviously creates a pretty big hole on Hockey Night Canada. He's been doing that since, um, what, like 1981? Coach's Corner for over 35 years. Um, It looks like Brian Burke is rumored as a potential substitute i really think it's an opportunity for hockey night in canada to make a big splash in terms of um, proving that they are intent on not repeating uh, history and not putting someone similar in that role it would be cool to see someone like cassie campbell pascal or Haley wickenheiser step into that role it was interesting to see the Canadian uh, Royal Canadian Legion, which is our country's largest veterans and community support organization. They came out yesterday and said, Mr. Cherry's personal opinion was hurtful, divisive, and in no way condoned by the Legion. We do remain appreciative of his passionate support for veterans. We know many new Canadians understand and welcome the tradition of the red poppy and will continue to educate all citizens about the significance of this powerful poppy Don Cherry, of course, is a former uh, Boston Bruins head coach. I know some people have pointed out that, you know, Bobby Orr, who's very well respected around uh, the NHL and the hockey world in general, he was, he said that Don Cherry was his favorite coach. Um, But, you know, if you talk in this way, we do have freedom of speech, of course, but there are consequences to that. And I uh, was happy to see that Sportsnet uh, took this step. It's, you know, huge reaction from hockey fans across all spectrums of opinion. Some supported him. Uh, There was a Don Cherry is right hashtag trending on Twitter. Uh, But, you know, this wasn't the first time he said something controversial or, you know, xenophobic, misogynistic. Um, He's had a long history of making controversial statements on topics that had little or nothing to do with hockey. Uh, He doesn't really provide much in the way of progressive hockey analysis on Coach's Corner. Um, This latest uh, example just was way over the line. I think the backlash was warranted, and uh, the network, Sportsnet, and the NHL couldn't ignore... Uh, ignore it with apologies. Greg Washinsky from ESPN, he tweeted that he said um, he had heard that the apologies from Ron McLean and Sportsnet over the weekend were kind of a litmus test for uh, how people would react. And obviously, uh, those apologies did not go over well. And therefore, uh, they took the... Uh, step to remove Cherry from that position. In Sportsnet official statement, they said sports brings people together. It unites us, not divides us. Following further discussion with Don Cherry after Saturday night's broadcast, it has been decided it is the right time for him to immediately step down. During the broadcast, he made divisive remarks that do not represent our values or what we stand for. They did add Don is synonymous with hockey and has played an integral role in growing the game over the past 40 years. We would like to thank Don for his contributions to hockey and sports broadcasting in Canada. Um, Craig Wyshynski later said that um, what he had mentioned about the apologies was inaccurate. And then there were some reports also that some of the big um, sponsors like Labatt, uh, they were very upset with the comments and uh, got into Sportsnet's ear. But, uh, you know, here we have it. Don Cherry, gone from Hockey Night in Canada. His suits will not be there anymore, and his even louder voice will be gone as well. Uh, Remains to be seen. Who will replace him? Like I mentioned before, speculation has been that Brian Burke will take over, Uh, but I think it's a uh, big opportunity to make, uh, make a statement by bringing in someone even more progressive than that, Uh, But we'll see how things shake out for uh, Saturday's broadcast Hockey Night in Canada. For those of you in the States who really don't care about this, I apologize, but it's a pretty big uh, story up here uh, in Canada and around the world. It was picked up on BBC, um, you know, all over the place. So uh, it's a huge hockey story. There's a Bruins tie to it. And so uh, here we are talking about it today uh, as it pertains to the hockey world at large. And I, for one, uh, support the decision by Sportsnet. And um, there's no real good way to transition out of the way of that from that. So let me just jump right in and talk to you about DoorDash. Have you had a long day at work or a tough day at school, still stuck at the office, treat yourself to the meal that you deserve and have your favorite restaurant come to you with DoorDash Ordering is easy. All you have to do is download and open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Right now, Locked On Boston Bruins listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. That's DoorDash. You can get $5 off your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. In other news around the NHL, to wrap up today's podcast, uh, I mentioned the Don Cherry situation, obviously. As the Arizona Coyotes, they announced an extension for general manager John Chaka. They've been a team that I've mentioned in our power rankings so far this season. They're off to an impressive start uh, so far to date. I believe they remain in a playoff spot. That's right, they're third in the Pacific Division. 10 6 and 2 record through 18 games. Uh, only four points back of the Edmonton Oilers for first in the division with uh, a game in hand. So, uh, a good start to the this season for them. Uh, Cheka has re signed Oliver Eckerman Larson. He acquired Nick Schmaltz, Phil Kessel, Darcy Kemper, Derek Steppen, Antti Ranta, uh, drafted Clayton Keller, Jacob Chitrin. So, all uh, integral moves for the Coyotes and um, seems well deserved. Uh, for him to get that extension, especially if they can hold on to a playoff spot. Jesse Pugliarvi apparently intends to spend the rest of the season playing in Finland. He has until December 1st to sign a new contract to play the NHL this season. Uh, If he does not, then he can't uh, play anywhere. So the Oilers either had to trade him so that he could sign somewhere else or sign him, trade him, but uh, they'll still have his NHL rights moving into next season and uh, we'll see where he lands. Three stars of the week were announced. Ottawa Senators goalie Anders Nielsen, Toronto Maple Leaf center Austin Matthews, and Colorado Avalanche defenseman Kyle McCarr were the three stars of the week. Uh, Nick Foligno was suspended three games for elbowing Colorado Avalanche forward Pierre-Edward Bellamar. And in other injury news, uh, Sidney Crosby will miss at least one game with an undisclosed ailment. That might... Mm, I'm not sure if that's actually correct because the Mike Sullivan said he missed the upcoming road trip. They do play two games uh, this week on the road. One is pretty close by on Friday, so maybe he'll be ready for that game. But um, always a disappointment when Crosby can't play because he's obviously one of the best ever and always fun to watch. And another thing that we've talked about on the show has been the Maple Leafs. Backup goaltending situation, they waived Michael Hutchinson, who the Bruins beat earlier the season. He's been put on waivers, and they called up Casimir Kaskiswo. Uh, so who, not sure if that's really much of an upgrade. The backup goaltending situation for the Maple Leafs is a huge point of concern. Uh, but we'll see who um, steps up or if anyone takes that Um Position moving up, the Kings we've mentioned in terms of trade rumors. Uh, Josh Cooper of the Athletic wonders if they should um, look to deal some veterans to kickstart the rebuild. Jeff Carter has been mentioned. Tyler Toffoli, I believe Jeff Carter was on their radar, the Bruins' radar last year prior to the trade deadline. I know that um, the Bruins had reached out to Ilya Kovalchuk. Um, but he has a no move clause, not quite the scorer that he once was. Maybe, uh, a team like the Bruins could help him kickstart that, but it's a pretty big risk. I think based on his, um, you know, uh, advanced age and the fact that he, um, has a pretty significant cap hit. So just names to keep an eye on, uh, with the Bruins. Uh, Always looking ahead to the trade deadline. As we know, the Bruins are likely to load up uh, for a run again this season based on how they've started and also uh, the fact that they are in need of a top six winger once again. So that's it for today. I hope everyone enjoys uh, Tuesday's game against the Florida Panthers. Hoping for a Bruins win to snap out of this uh, mini funk that they're in. Uh, Those of you who have downloaded Disney Plus, I hope you are enjoying it feel free to let me know uh, how it is if it's worth the investment i haven't ordered it yet but i may later on today when my uh, children get home from school uh, i'm excited to see some uh, things on there and uh, if it's worth the investment but yeah that's it for today please follow the show at lo underscore boston ruins Uh, Follow me at ENC McLaren, and please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you can get your podcasts, and please leave a rating and a review. Go Bruins tonight, and uh, yep, talk to you tomorrow, friends. Have a good one.